Welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit, analyzing who formed Roger Rabbit one minute at a time. With special guest, Lexi Diamond. Hello, everybody. See, it's already going poorly. <laughs> no, you're killing it. Keep going. <laughs> Welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit, the podcast that dissects the class dissect dissects, which is <laughs> which is when a podcast sends you inappropriate text messages, which is you know not entirely out of the question for us. But wow. anywho. <laughs> Welcome to Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit, the podcast that dissects the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit one minute at a time. I am, uh, as per usual, Annie McMullen, uh, and I am here, as per usual, with my friend Chris Blair. Oh, sorry, I was just getting a, a distext right now. <laughs> Good. Well, I mean, keep it in your pants, buddy. We got a podcast to record. And today, today we have a special guest. Lexi Diamond. Lexi, Lexi's an improviser. Lexi is a performer. Lexi is an actor and a singer. What else, what else is a Lexi? What would you like the world to know about you, Lexi? Oh, little to nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm a friend. I'm a friend of Roger Rabbit and of you too. It's great to, great to be with you. We're so happy to have you. Uh, so uh, Lexi, I know you're in animation yourself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. A, uh, 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 participator in the maker of movies i am a participator in the maker of movies yeah uh what is your relationship with the movie who framed roger rabbit i love this movie i'm a big fan of this movie my dad is a writer a screenwriter and very invested in old hollywood and um noir and also in animation um sort of classic animation and so i remember very clearly watching this with him as a little kid um, he's also a funny man and this is a funny movie. So I associate this movie with childhood for sure. I um, want to know, did your dad, like at the time, one, did he know what he was walking into with this movie? And if oh, yeah. so, did he think it was like a kid's movie or was he, did he know it was not a kid's movie? He knew it was not a kid's movie. I think, I think that when it first came out, he was a journalist, and I think he wrote a review of it for a small town paper. I'm not positive. I should find that. And yes. also, if I'm absolutely lying, what a delight for me to have <laughs> spread this untruth. Um, but he definitely knew the movie and knew that it was, um, probably knew, knew the films of Zemeckis and probably, um, yeah, knew that it was going to be sort of twisty and bizarre and we talk about that a lot though because like people didn't really know what to do with it when yeah. it came out and like we were all kids and we definitely watched it oh yeah it's not a kid's movie i think parents no. were like it has cartoons sit your kid in front of it uh totally which great I'm, great i'm a woman of taste as a result. That's right. This uh, defined me as a lover of good art. No, I associate this movie also with um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which is another sort of similarly like twisty, clever play on a genre that is in theory for kids, but also is so much terrifying. more than that. What's that? Also terrifying. And yeah. also it's so scary. Large Marge's eyes. That and, visual uh, will never leave my 
never leave my brain. It is no. seared into my brain um, as one of the scariest visuals I've ever seen. It's so scary. And what I actually just had a memory come come flooding back. Oh God, the trauma um, of watching that movie with uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure with folks and being like, I'm scared of this part and leaving the room and then being, you know, like cool kids about that. You know how kids are like famously cool about when another child is scared. Um, <laughs> But I think the same thing happened in this movie. I remember warning people, like, be very careful about the judge. At the end, something very scary will happen on his Spoilers, eyes. guys. Spoilers. Oh, God. Oh, God. We don't spoil. We don't spoil. Yeah. Uh, we but, do because it's, uh, it's how what, 40 years old? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there is a very similar moment with Large Marge and Doom. They both say, they both say something along the lines of, it looked just like this. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly the moment. And in both cases, there's something, yeah. An Wait, what year did Pee Wee's Big Adventure come out? Which That's one of these? Question. Which one's first? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure um, uh, Pee Wee's Adventure uh, predates this one by a few years. Um, 85. Yeah. What was going on for that five years that <laughs> produced these two fucking weird things? <laughs> People in the 80s were weird. Yeah. yeah. The economy was too good. <laughs> everyone's just high on reagan everyone was like we're gonna live forever <laughs> assuming we're middle class or higher oh no it was cocaine <laughs> oh i forgot about yeah yeah it's probably cocaine. well uh we are on minute 46 of the movie minute 46 begins with eddie saying you could have taken your hand out of that cuff at any time and it ends with roger saying let me get this straight this is a this is a minute that we've actually referenced a lot of times beforehand. The principle that Roger cannot do specific actions unless it's funny. Uh, something I think we can all relate to. <laughs> that's right. It's the He's improviser's a, curse. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I I do respect that he has an artistic code, um, and that he will stick to it at the at the cost of practicality. For, for 46 minutes, we've been talking about this and we have not had a term for it. And then Lexi just jumps in and she's like, it's an artistic code. Well, you're and not like, going to love. Oh, that's the shorthand we've been waiting for for 46 episodes. <laughs> you're not going to love this. So I, in college, a lot of what I studied was clown. And a lot of what I studied was like archetype and myth. And so good God, get ready, my guys, because that's the only way that I can think about this movie in particular, because you've got so much like comedia, like clown. I mean, cartoon is so much comedia and clown. Um, so I have never been more excited to learn anything in my life. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God my nerd, my nerd shit is welcome here. Um, yeah, he's a total Arlequino. Um, what, what, does does that that just off what does that mean? What does that mean? Okay, so there's uh, in Commedia dell'arte, which is an Italian sort of um, semi-improvised form of clowning that depended on these like archetypal stock characters, right? The story would change, but ultimately you see the mask of Arlecchino and you go, ah, that's an, that's like the wise idiot. That's the sort of simpleton. He's a um, he's a a prankster, but but he's not terribly smart. He's very much driven by um, sort of urge, right, rather than logic. And he winds up in these snafus. And there's, there's, there are different versions of him, depending on the region and the year and the story, whatever. Um, but he is sort of the, uh, 
the simple, dopey prank troublemaker whose sweetness makes it okay that he is so grotesque, right? So that's Roger Rabbit, right? Who's like, I'm going to play a trick, even though we have something life-threatening uh, to sort of take care of. Yeah, that's, wow. Well, it, he next gives his philosophy about that too, which is one of the rare minutes of like sincerity from Roger, where he yeah. says that he thinks it's uh, you're better off dead than not having a sense of humor. Mm. Roger, <laughs> I agree with Roger because like yeah. everything's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, what do we? What else do we have? We have we, I, we have, we have our stupid agree. little jokes keep us yeah. warm at night stupid little just, laughs just some urge to connect just some <laughs> lens through which we can process the chaos i just love that you have like uh what's the word i'm looking for like um fuck <laughs> bad personality i'm like i'm thinking of all you know you think of all the words around it i'm like scholastic Oh, like a oh god, like an academic uh, approach. Yeah, thank you. That's the word, <laughs> academic. Why can't I think of it? Yeah, like like all the 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 academic analysis of exactly what flavor of clown Roger is. Well, when you study clown at a liberal arts college, <laughs> <laughs> when you're invited to pretend for four years that that's worth studying, you find some tools to help disguise it as worthwhile. Lexi, I don't think you understand how jealous I am of that journey because I am me and I know how to make a pivot table in Excel and I don't want that for myself. Oh, see now, and I could use a little bit of that because what I can tell you is whose voice is sort of tinny and also um, like what it feels like when that chair is stage right versus um, when a different chair is stage right. right. Chris is also the only um, Donald Duck stan. Oh yeah, there's Here. oh 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 Lexi, let's uh get your talk to me, talk to me. So uh uh you know that scene earlier where we have dueling pianos, we have Daffy, we have uh Donald. Oh yeah, oh are yeah. Are you team Daffy or are you team Donald? This is really hard for me. Um I'm a I think I'm a Looney Tunes gal, unfortunately. Uh, I'm still I'm still standing alone here. I stand alone with Donald. I love let me be clear, love Donald can't get enough of the little guy. But if he's going up against Daffy, I gotta throw my way behind Daffy. You're, it's it's like a very clear cut oppressor versus oppressed situation, right. and you're That's siding right. with the oppressor, Chris, and everybody knows it. It's <laughs> yeah. God, I love his little shirt, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's exactly the kind of guy who's walking around in his shirt, just dick out. Yeah, you but know? Just, do no we want to go down that road? Because in that case, Daffy is. Fully nude. Yeah, that feels more honest. <laughs> Suddenly, I can't think of his arms, which is weird because it's usually all I think about are his <laughs> muscly, muscly arms. All right, which, so which duck's arms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daffy's. Okay, okay. I'll all Google right. them later. I I'll think they're just long, long, straight tubes. <laughs> well, I'm I'm forced to give this this take now, but. What Donald does is he wears a shirt and he tucks up his his duck stuff into his shirt because anytime he has it ripped off of him, he immediately covers his his nether region, which tells me that his shirt is protecting this somehow. Mm, right. Mm. 
interesting duck stuff just as a set of words is kind of all that I heard there. Once you said the words duck stuff, I was it's, sort of done listening. It's all I've it's all I'll ever hear again. Yeah, duck, he tucks up his duck stuff. <laughs> I'll bet that has like that has like some stanchion, some meter. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into the green room one day at a show when Lexi is doing she has an elaborate warm-up routine that I am frankly jealous of That's because true. one time she said that? to me one time she said to me a teacher told me that if you don't warm up and move into your body then you don't have access to that during your performance Did and I, I thought that? wow that is incredible advice and then I never have followed it oh by God, doing it in I'm so pretentious but- Annie, punch me next time. I just, no, I loved it. I love it. I learned so much from you. But she, but I'm going to walk into a green room one day and she's going to be like, tucks up his duck stuff. He tucks up his duck stuff. He tucks up his duck stuff. His duck stuff is tucked up. And it's going to be the best moment of my life. I encourage everyone to warm up for listening to this podcast with a quick he tucks up his oh oh see it's oh wow i'm see i'm there i am he tucks up his duck stuff it's hard top his duck stuff he tucks up his duck stuff (laughs) well speaking of uh uh, (laughs) you're uh, so good chris you're so good thank you thank you um although this transition i'm not too proud of uh speaking of duck stuff, uh, uh, duck stuff and uh, cartoon characters having uh i guess uh, uh parts that we don't see cartoon characters have prostates apparently Roger very much insinuates this well we know they have an awareness of prostates whether <laughs> well his his uncle who i assume we know he does call thumper which i assume is the same thumper that we get from bambi Oh my god, I never put it together. I didn't hear him call his uncle that, but I believe you. I'm not not trying to sow doubt in the listener. (laughs) Last week, Lexi sowed doubt in her listeners. (laughs) They lost half of their audience. (laughs) There are protests going going on outside of Chris's house to this very day. Um, Thumper, eh? Yeah, well, I don't want to. I don't want to insinuate that it's the exact same thumper that we get from Bambi. It could just be a common cartoon rabbit name. Sure, 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 sure. Family name. Yeah, it could be some sort of family name <laughs> passed around. But we at least know Roger has a has an uncle named Thumper. Very different looking rabbit than. Do you Roger. think Thumper? It's like an Old Testament rabbit name. Wow. You know. Yeah, you hear that and you're like, oh, were you raised religious? <laughs> Of Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter begat. Yeah. Okay, so this minute. (laughs) Okay, let's Um, start recording the podcast. This this minute. No, this is this is what it is. You're doing it. Am I doing it? Yeah, this is it. Uh so this minute is this is it's a setup minute. Sure. And and I have to say, this is it's a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies, clearly. Uh Oh, you're about to say something. They bad. do everything well. I think this minute's a little ham-fisted. Mm. Wow. Oh, I I gotta disagree with you there. Really? I love that he announces his code and takes his yes. Of no, not I, that part. That okay. not that part. The part where he's like explaining. Am I am I talking about minute. the wrong minute? 
Well, he no, starts no. to talk about it. He the part where it. it's very much like a, it's a, it's a like we gotta explain what's going on and what this piece of evidence means. I see. That I part. see. Okay, that chunk of the minute. Yeah, I was like, wait, am I talking about the wrong minute? No, it's this no, minute. No, you're perfect. Um, you're saying like we've got the there's some exposition being done a little. Yeah, too. which like I get it, and this it's it's. I feel like now they would just make the movie longer, mm. <laughs> but I'm glad they didn't. It's fine. I think in the context of the overall movie, it's fine, but it's definitely, I for me, my entire criteria for whether or not I like a movie, I'm a, I'm a simple creature. Mm. I'm not a, I am not a sophisticated viewer. I'm not niche. Okay. Oh, I'm God. not coming up with great theories. I wish I were niche. Right. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the history of clowns. I wish we were, um, I was Nish could also be another uh, tongue twister too. Then. I wish I were Nish, tuck up the duck's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, no, like I, I'm a simple creature and my entire like criteria is like, if I'm in a movie and I'm not, and I'm lost in it, I'm not thinking about the filmmaking or like the oh. bad acting or like the for me it's usually costume stuff because my clothing background so I'm like oh good lord what are they wearing um like if I'm not distracted by some element of the making of the film then I'm like okay good good work good work mm. I was mm -hmm. I was in it I was immersed mm. um and this is like one of the only minutes that kind of takes me out of it and is like oh you're doing a you're doing a movie uh, thing. Thanks for the narrative, nerd. Yeah. yeah <laughs> thanks yeah, for clearing that, that up. It, th thanks for tying that up in a nice little bow. Sure, you think I'm an idiot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say when I was a kid, I watched this movie many, many times. And even with this exposition, I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> no, and honestly, a little bit, I still don't. I mean, I, I'm following. I see where we've got to go, you know? But I couldn't tell you like the specifics of the law, you know, that they're referencing. Uh, when Nish when Nish talks about his theories, I'm like, that might be true. Yeah, maybe. And I know exactly what happens in this movie. I've seen it so many times. I watch it every minute, a lot of times. I watch <laughs> and I'm it like, every minute. I'm like, who knows? We'll find out if he's right. I'm not sure. I don't remember now. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, we do a uh, spoiler for next minute, but we do have something that I still uh, I I have some questions about because I don't quite understand. But we'll mm. we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, any any other things about this particular minute? Yeah, does this, Dolores offers to let Roger live with her for a little bit? Yeah, I know she says like he could stay with me, but like that's that's a big offer. Mm. Yeah, that's a rough house guest. I, I think she doesn't know quite <laughs> what she's getting herself into at this point. I'm yeah. just standing next to him, like taking tools away from him as he makes bad choices. Like, okay, okay, you're right. You know? So maybe she knows, like, this is going to be. So I'm worried about Dolores and her house guest. I also now, as I'm saying it, worry that I'm a Roger Rabbit type house guest. That's something. Um, I was looking at the chandelier, not the chandelier, but the lamp that's swinging in that shot when he jumps back over there. And there's something fascinating about that because it is obviously he's animated and the lamp is not but there was something cool about the movement there in that shot yeah they did a massive amount of work to make all that stuff yeah um i think we talked about this a little bit last uh minute but uh this was a nightmare for the animators because mm. they had to um this was an accident them hitting the lamp so many times but animating the shadow on the on both the tunes and having it match up with what was happening in real life was just um, wow everyone's life hell but the, the, that's a, such a testament 
to this movie, right? Like that could be the thing, like every other animation, human live action crossover, right? Mm -hmm. Like those things take you out of the Mm -hmm. immersive immersive experience, right? Like you're watching and you're like, oh, there's something just weird about it. It's like, doesn't look real. It doesn't look right. And in this movie, that almost never happens. Like- Yeah, there's only a few moments of like kind of odd glitchiness like that is going on while they're talking about this like you know like oh plot device thing (laughs) like we gotta get we gotta get this information out and and the fact that that's not what takes you out of the moment right it's this like very normal movie thing that every movie does that takes you out of it I think is is pretty incredible agreed and so like so many hours of care such yeah from from I don't I don't care about anything that much (laughs) And that's sad I don't me. think that's probably true. Okay, well, I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> We're gonna find it tonight. Tuck Get up in my car. Stuff. We're gonna drive around. Tuck up your duck stuff. <laughs> I wish I was Nish. <laughs> I wish I was Nish so that I might tuck up my duck stuff. <laughs> Such that I might tuck up my duck stuff. <laughs> Sorry, you guys have to witness this. It, edit. You can edit it out, right, Chris? No, Chris, going. edit all of my stuff out would you? <laughs> you make a could you make a super cut of us just saying tuck up my duck stuff tuck, tuck up, up the duck my duck <laughs> oh and then okay we'll get someone to remix it oh yeah well yeah if you're a musician out there please make this yeah is it uh kiss me kate has brush up your shakespeare and that has the same meter tuck up your duck stuff <laughs> is this relatable okay what were we doing <laughs> do you regret knowing me <laughs> okay oh. so sorry back on track here we are remember how we said there, there remember how i said there's nothing i care about this much i found it it's this similar lines of rhymed words i like that like paired with your your knowledge of just like musical theater and, and its history and, it's humiliating you know, no, I, I love it. I'm going to marry a book one day. What were we talking about? <laughs> the, the only thing I'll say is Dolores is weird in this minute, right? Am I am I the only one who thinks she's a little weird in this minute? Because I've got a lot of feelings a, about Dolores. We've talked a lot about her acting and like she's great. She does a bunch of really great stuff in this movie. Um, This minute, is she drunk? Like it's weird. There's something, there's I something think, real weird about her vibe. She's like too easygoing with what's happening. I think this is a moment wherein she has accepted that the road ahead is going to be unhappy for her. I really do. I have a lot of feelings about like Dolores sort of being a ruined woman in a different way. Oh, absolutely. Way. Yes. Um, I have, and like, I, I think she is a sad um, I think she has had to accept a lot of responsibility and sadness in this world. And I think she does a lot of, you know, the like long suffering wife, long suffering girlfriend archetype. Like there's a lot that it seems like she has gone like, all right, I'm just going to accept that disappointment is a part of life. But it feels like in this scene in particular. Yeah. It's bad news. She's not only accepted it. She's like, this is my jam now. Oh, you think she's into it. She's like too usually she's sort of every emotion she has sort of undercut with this like yes it's acceptance but it's like disappointment too it's like she mm. she's aware of how sad the situation is and yeah. it's like she gets one glimmer of like i don't know maybe it's the action maybe it's that they've like got the clue or whatever but i don't know she brings the clue to eddie before so i don't i don't know what it is but she she's like 
happy that she's missing that like yeah sad undertone that she normally has in this minute and maybe it's because they were in trouble for swinging the light back and forth a bunch of times and fucking the animators but maybe roger brings it out in her i mean like she's the he's the roger's the uh what's it called the foil to our detective right wait a and minute and our detective is not a is not a funny boy N- no well oh see i, mean, I, have I think he's funny. i think i think eddie is very tune like I agree with that, but he, I have not seen, I've not witnessed him being playful with her. Yeah. Up to this well, point. Okay. So maybe this is what it is. Maybe it's just not conveyed properly, or maybe there's some deleted scenes that would mm-hmm. highlight this. Um, but we have seen when Rogers around other tune women get all like starry eyed, which makes no sense to any of us. Right. But like Betty Boop is like, what a lucky gal what or whatever. Girl, yeah. Um, so maybe she's a little swoony. It's like when you're around someone really electric and you're just like, I guess there is joy in the world. Like there's light out there, you know? <laughs> you guys get that way? Yeah. We're feeling that way right now that you're here with us. Oh, stop it. I'm no Roger Rabbit. Unless, except as a house guest, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> or a babysitter. Just showing up and being like, we're going to have a lot of fun all the time. Like, Go to your house. <laughs> um but i do think there's still some uh, i mean a great sad i think she's resigned in a in a you know when you're like oh god i'm resigned to this and isn't well isn't life cruel i don't know as you were saying all this i was thinking is like oh thanks for all the social priming hollywood for for our life that's to come oh yeah we were taught that it is sexy to nag and and desirable to yeah to be tortured by mediocre men. But you know yeah. who's not mediocre is Rob Hoskins. Oh. oh. Both. Yeah, but I think Eddie's behaving in a pretty I mean Eddie's Bob a monster. But Bob. Yeah, Bob, we this love is... Bob. Also British? This is a Bob a Hoskins fan podcast. <laughs> is that right? Well, I think that is it for today. <laughs> uh Lexi, where can people find you at? Kinda nowhere. <laughs> the ether. I'm there when you need me. I'll I'll Mary Poppins on it. I think you're gonna be really busy. <laughs> if that's true. Oh God. I. Why do you think I'm so tired? <laughs> I got all these kids whose parents aren't giving them whimsy. I gotta serve some up. We are a Dueling Genre podcast. You can find all of their podcasts on DuelingGenre.com, including many more movies by minutes ones. And we will be back on Wednesday for minute 47 of Who Analyzed Roger Rabbit.